بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين اللهم رب اجعل جمعنا هذا جمعا مرحوما تفرقنا من هذه تفرقت معصوما واكتبوا في ميزان حسنتها يوم نلقاك يا رب العالمين أما بعد My dear brothers, we will talk about uh, one of the surahs, uh, which is uh, Surah Al-Ahzab, or uh, translate that uh, means the Surah uh, uh, the groups or parties. Um, surah Al-Ahzab, the, the surah, this surah is a Madani surah, Madaniya surah. That means it was revealed on the Prophet وسلم, at the time uh, when after, uh, after he immigrated to Medina, Medina Munawwara. <coughs> so, So most of the rules, the rulings, and most of the talking in the surah is about uh, uh, things that organize the Islamic society. As typically, this is typical for all surahs that were revealed, uh, that were revealed in Medina, Medina Munawwara. Al-Ahzab uh, Hizb in Arabic means group or party. Uh, Al-Ahzab is the plural of Hizb, is the uh, plural of uh, Hizb, which is uh, one single party, and Ahzab is several parties. Uh, the, the reason for revealing this surah, or, or the, the, the surah was named Al-Ahzab after Ghazwa, after one of the fights, one of the battles that the Prophet and his companions had at the beginning of Islam in Medina. And it is called Ghazwat Al-Ahzab, uh, the fight of uh, the parties, or uh, Ghazwat Al-Khandaq, the same, same thing, it's the same thing or the, uh, the uh, fight of the canyon. Uh, in that fight, uh, the groups of the several parties of the Mushrikeen, of the Kuffar, of the Arab tribes, gathered to try and abolish Islam at its beginning, uh, which was starting to form the state in, in Medina, Medina Munawwara. So all those uh, Mushrikeen, all the tribes, gathered together and tried to attack Al-Madina and Rasul and his commanders knew about it. They started building a canyon around Al-Madina to prevent those uh, kuffar from crossing into Al-Madina. So uh, this surah is, is, is part of it actually talks about this, this, uh, this fight uh, or this ghazwa uh, 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 and it, it, that's why it was called Surah Al-Ahzab. Now, one thing about this ghazwa we should know is that there was no fight really in this ghazwa because the, the kuffar actually surrounded the Medina and they wanted, you know, they were prepared and everything. Uh, however, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, sent his soldiers like the rih and uh, other things of uh, punishment for the kuffar and they decided that after surrounding al Medina for, you know, for, for weeks, they decided that they cannot, they cannot, stay anymore and they went back to their their homes and towns without fighting Rasulullah and that that was uh, one of the ni'am ala Rasulullah it was one of the blessings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave to his prophet so he did not fight those uh, uh, those kuffar it was the, the the all the muslims at that time and the companions of Rasulullah and his companions were uh, were really frightened or not frightened but they, they were worried they were they were anxious about the kuffar because they were very big they came they came up in, in very big numbers and there was a concern that they they are much stronger they had a force much stronger than the muslimin at that time 
and they had all all the intention to abolish them totally. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Allah subhanahu wa taala said in the beginning of the surah. يا أيها النبي اتق الله ولا تطع الكافرين والمنافقين إن الله كان عليما حكيما واتبع ما يوحى إليك من ربك إن الله كان بما تعملون خبيرا وتوكل على الله وكفى بالله وكيلا. Simply in the beginning of the surah, Allah subhanahu wa taala orders the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم that he should only listen to Allah subhanahu wa taala and never listen to or never entertain any discussion. With uh, the infidels or the, the hypocrites, uh, and Allah Subhanahu wa Taala knows better than much much better than those. So He asked the Prophet ﷺ to refrain from any discussion or any talk to those uh, those people. ما جعل الله لرجل من قلبين في جوفه وما جعل أزواجكم اللائي تظاهرون منهن أمهاتكم وما جعل أدياءكم أبناءكم ذلكم قولكم بأفواهكم وَاللَّهُ يَقُولُ الْحَقَّ وَهُوَ يَهْدِ السَّبِيلِ Here the, immediately the surah starts, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala starts talking about some arrangements in the, in the or, or some kind of relationships that should appear in the, the Islamic society. And uh, the first thing he says, مَا جَعَلَ اللَّهُ رَجَعِي مِنْ قَلْبَيْنِ فِي جَوْفِ Some of the narrations say that the purpose of this ayah was revealed because uh, some of the kuffar came to the Prophet ﷺ and they asked him that, uh, you should not uh, curse our uh, our gods, uh, those, those, uh, those were the gods they were worshipping. And we will let you alone. If you just don't curse our uh, gods, do, don't, do not talk about our gods, and we will let, we will let you, you know, uh, live peacefully and uh, spread your uh, da'wah. And uh, Rasulullah was very angry with that. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed this ayah to say that Nobody, no man has two hearts in his in his body. He cannot think in two different ways. He can, you know, meaning that he cannot be, uh, you know, um, staying aside from the kufur, and at the same time be a mu'min. So that means that gives us an indication, us that we we are we are the, the believers uh, at this time that we should not be entertaining any discussion with those who do not believe in Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Uh, we 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 I mean we should not listen to them or we should not uh, uh, believe in what they or at, you know even even entertain what they are trying to discuss are trying to convince us of uh, of their gods or whatever they believe in. Uh, and another rule in the same ayahs: وَمَا جَعَلَ أَزْوَاجَكُمُ اللَّهِ تُظَاهِرُونَ مِنْهُنَّ أُمَّهَاتُكُمْ. It was this was a rule. I don't think it's a bit, I mean it's it's relevant to our. A society now because it was abolished a long time ago but it's one of the things that the uh, mushrikeen had uh, at the time and they were saying and even at the beginning of islam amongst muslims because it was a habit inherited from from shirk before that they were if they didn't like their wives they said that well you are you're like my mother that means that he is, he is not willing to have a, a, a relationship with her uh, like a proper wife so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, don't ever say this to your wives because it hurts, it's hurting to your wives. You cannot say that to your wives. Uh, so your wives are your wives and your mothers are your mothers. So they, you know, don't mention to them that you are not my mother. Another, another rule in here, uh, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa says, uh, oh, sorry, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in this ayah, a surah, uh, related to adoption. Now in Islam, 
before this uh, surah came or these ayat came, it was normal for people to adopt children and name them after themselves. So if you adopt a child, he will be, you'll, you'll become his father. So he will be named after you. Um, as if, as if he, he's, he's your child that was born to you. And here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that this, is, this should not be the case. Uh, adoption by naming the child after you and you know, hence that he, he gets all the rules applied to a child or to a son or daughter, that does not apply in Islam. Uh, you cannot name a child after you. You might adopt him, you might take care of him as an orphan, but he's not, he's not similar to your child. He's not like your son or daughter. So that's, that's, that's a rule that Allah Ta'ala mentions in these ayat. And he's, still, he's telling us, You must call them to name them after their real fathers, their biological fathers. And this is much fairer in, in, uh, in It is fair as per the Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala rules. In the case that you don't know their, uh, their fathers, like you know, some, some people are born without fathers, uh, they don't know their fathers. Uh, for whatever un, un, uh, you know, un, uh, uh, illegal relationship. In that case, they are their, your brothers uh, in, in deen, in, in the religion. And they are, you know, they, 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 they are um, uh, your brothers and they are your uh, people living with you and, you know, helping you and so on. And, uh, but still, you should not call them after yourselves. Uh, so that was one of the rules that was revealed in the first ayat of this surah. Then Allah Taala says, uh, moves to another rule, which is Nabiyu Aula. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Nabiyu Aula bil Mu'minina min anfusihim wa azwajuhu ummahatuhum. Waulu al-arhami baghduhum Aula bi baghdin fi kitab Allah min al-Mu'minina wal-Muhajirina illa an tafalu ila awliyakum ma'rufan. Kana dadi ka fi al-kitab mustura. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asked us to make the Prophet وسلم, as the man or the, the, the person that we should, uh, we, we, we should be uh, loving the most. Uh, uh, at, uh, at one point, uh, Umar ibn Khattab uh, was, was talking to Rasulullah وسلم, He says, uh, uh, Rasulullah was addressing the Sahaba first. He says, وَالَّذِي نَفْسِي بِيَدِهِ لَا يُؤْمِنُ أَحَدُكُمْ حَتَّى أَكُونَ أَحَبَّ إِلَيْهِ مِنْ نَفْسِهِ وَمَالِهِ وَوَلَدِهِ وَالنَّاسِ أَجْمَعِينَ Rasulullah says, swearing that nobody has full iman until he loves me. That means loving the Prophet. To the extent that he is you love him more than your, uh, your, uh, your, yourself, your money, and your children. And uh, uh, Umar ibn Khattab uh, said, Ya Rasulullah, Wallahi la anta ahabba ilayya min kulli shayin illa min nafsi. So Umar uh, replied to the Prophet sallam, He said, well, I love you, Rasulullah, or Rasulullah sallam, I love you more than anything else in this world, except myself. I love myself more. Rasulullah told him, لا يا عمر, this is not true, this is not good عمر. I, I, need to be, I need you to love me more even than yourself. 
لا يا عمر حتى أكون أحب إليك من نفسك عمر سيد يا رسول الله فقال يا رسول الله والله لا أنت أحب إلي من كل شيء حتى من نفسي then عمر said uh, that a prophet I, I love you even more than myself and صلى الله عليه وسلم said now now you are on the true path عمر that's why in this ayah uh, Allah سبحانه وتعالى says النبي أولى بالمؤمنين من أنفسهم وأزواجه أمهاتهم now uh, that's a rule and uh, Uh, about the prophet's wives and this is does not ex- exclude anybody of the wives uh, that uh, all azwaj in nabi are the mothers of muslims so uh, they have this grade they have should should be treated as such that they are like the, their mothers and when another rule wa ulu al-arhami ba'dhum awla bi ba'dhin fi kitab Allah min al-mu'minin wal muhajirin it was at the time of the hijrah that some of the uh, people that immigrated from Mecca made uh, their uh, people that received them in Medina as their brothers. And they exchanged the rules of brotherhood between them. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that brothers from the blood, or sorry, uh, relatives from the blood have a, have a higher grade or a higher relationship between you than those which are you are making muakha so they, they they come so the, the relationship the blood the blood relationship relationship between people is is comes comes before al muakha that was happening at the time so that means in in ahkam in 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 the rules the relationship rule the the blood relationship is more uh, in a higher rank than the al muakha uh, وَإِذْ أَخَذْنَا مِنَ النَّبِيِّينَ مِثَاقَهُمْ وَمِنْكَ وَمِنْ نُوحٍ وَإِبْرَاهِيمَ وَمُوسَى وَعِيسَى بْنَ مَرْيَمَ وَأَخَذْنَا مِنْهُمْ مِثَاقًا غَلِيظًا يَسْأَلُ الصَّادِقِينَ عَنْ صِدْقِهِمْ وَعَدَّلِ الْكَافِرِينَ عَذَابًا أَلِيمًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds the Prophet that he took from all the prophets including you and all the other prophets like an agreement or like Uh, it's 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 actually a stronger I, I want to like trying to find a stronger word than agreement or uh, you know like uh, a deal that they are required to deliver whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them uh, to deliver it through and so and and in, in all its uh, in, uh, entirety so uh, all the prophets have this deal with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that they have to deliver and they have to deliver the message in the correct way And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask them about their, uh, you know, they will be held responsible for that. And whoever deviates from this will be severely punished. Ya ayu al-ladhina amanu al-kuru ni'matallahi alaykum ith jaatkum junoodun fa'arsalna alayhim rihan wa junoodan lam tarawha wa kana allahu bima ta'amaluna basira. Here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about this ghazwa, this what we mentioned about al-khandaq, ghazwa al-ahzab. Uh, he reminds the uh, the Sahaba and the Prophet وسلم, when uh, Allah sent his soldiers uh, and he sent also this uh, this strong wind on those kuffar that were surrounding um, the the Medina and uh, uh, he, he you know he gave them uh, victory over them when they had to go back without any any fight. 
Um, ونالك ابتلي المؤمنون وزلزلوا زلزالا شديدا وإذ يقول المنافقون والذين في قلوبهم مرض ما وعدنا الله ورسوله إلا غرورا وإذ قال الطائفة منهم يا أهل يثرب لا مقام لكم فارجعوا ويستأذن فريق منهم النبي يقولون إن بيوتنا عورة وما هي بعورة يردون إلا فرارة الله سبحانه وتعالى يرمينا من هيبوكريت منافقين also again here in that in that difficult time when the when the mushrikeen were were surrounding al madina trying to uh, you know defeat the muslims there were munafiqeen amongst them and they said uh, they said we you know it's it's too much they, they have a strong force let's go back to medina let's let's you know let's settle this without any fight and uh, you know make make a deal with the kuffar and this they were they were making excuses like of, you know our our homes uh, we have they've got nothing to get no people to fight uh, for our homes and so on so let's go back and so on and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reveals their hypocrisy here and tell them um, that uh, those you know those of you that are trying to be hypocrites and make those excuses uh, they will be they, they will be punished and even if they try to escape from death they, they you know death will follow them ولو دخلت عليهم من أقطارها ثم سئلوا الفتنة لأتوها وما تلبثوا بها إلا يسير ولقد كانوا عاهدوا الله من قبل لا يولون الأدبار وكان عهد الله مسؤولا قل لا ينفعكم الفرار وإن فررتم من الموت أو القتل وإذا لا تمتعون إلا قليلا قل من ذا الذي يعصمكم من الله إن أراد بكم سوءا أو راد بكم رحمة ولا يجدون لهم من دون الله وليا ولا نصيرا an important thing here about the hypocrites that he's reminding them that they made deal with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All the Muslims when they declare Islam, they make a deal with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that they will they will believe in Allah, they will believe in the Prophet, and they will fight whenever they are asked to fight. And then uh, those people they were you know going back on their deal and they will be asked about that and they will be punished for it. Uh, I will stop here because Surah Al Ahzab is, is a long surah, so Anyway, we'll, we'll continue inshallah next time. But that, that we'll stop at ayah 17 here and we'll continue next time inshallah. Alhamdulillah.